This is Rama for Today. Now he said, she does more work than all the rest of the women in my church put together. Anything you want to mention, you, you, you turn over and she'll get the job done. She's a great worker. She does more work than all the rest of the women in my church put together. She and her husband are the most consecrated and dedicated, and thank God for that. Now I'm not speaking against that. That's good and it's right. Did you hear me? But he said, you know, you prayed for her more than once. Laid your hands on her. She has a tumor. She's facing surgery with this tumor. It's getting bigger all the time. See, she had it and I was there before in a meeting. She still got it. I've laid hands on her twice during this meeting. The tumor's still there. How come? I said, you still haven't asked me anything. You've told me something. He said, here's my question. How come God don't heal Sister B and did heal this fellow of questionable character? Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Son of Righteousness. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now let's look at the next case here in chapter 8. I want to look at these from the standpoint of Jesus ministry, teaching, preaching, healing. The Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing in His wings. Now here is the Roman centurion who sought healing for his servant, who was delivered in answer to his master's great faith. Note that the centurion asked for nothing but the word. I want you to get that. Speak the word only Speak the word only. Now there's something else I want you to notice. And the Spirit of God alerted me that you need to get this. So there are people here that need this today. Are you listening to me? Or you wouldn't have alerted me. Notice that that's what he said. Speak the word only. The center. Now you can read the whole story there. I'm not just going to detail to read it. I'm pointing out some things from it. Speak the word only. But now then observe that he did not He did not base his request on any merit in himself. Lord, I'm not worthy. Speak the word only. Lord, I'm not worthy. Speak the word only. I believe that if we could, and that if we would, divest ourselves of every vestige of self-righteousness and settle it once and for all that we in ourselves, I'm talking about from the natural standpoint, you understand, in ourselves are worthy of nothing but eternal doom but that the Lamb of God was slain for us. Hallelujah, Christ Jesus. In whose name we come. His name and He is worthy to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Hallelujah. Then we would witness signs and wonders such as has not yet gladdened the eyes of men. 
But it's so difficult for us to do that. We become so wrapped up in self-righteousness. We become so church-oriented. We, we, we feel like sometimes we're something or somebody. And even from the spiritual standpoint, you can get a sort of a kind of a spiritual ego and spiritual pride if you're not careful. By overly emphasizing something, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. Thank God we are. He made us new creatures. But you see, it isn't our spirits that has disease and sickness. It's our bodies. Our bodies are still natural. There's no good thing in me, Paul said. He knew he's a new creature. He's the one that wrote we're new creatures. That is, he said, in my flesh. And we get all tied up here. I sometimes use the illustration along this line of preaching in a certain church. And the pastor said to me, now, Brother Egan, I've known him for a number of years. This wasn't the first time I'd preached it for this pastor. And it wasn't the last time. Now, you're a faith and healing preacher. I said, I am. I'll plead guilty. I sure am. Now, I've got a question for you. And he looked so solemn and so determined and, you know, and I just sort of braced myself because he must have the $64,000 question. <laughs> I braced myself real good and said, all right, shoot. Now he said, uh, you know Mr. Perkins? Yeah, I said, I know him. He came there on Sunday night. Well, during my revival, came several nights. But he was not a member of this church, but he would come on Sunday night to visit that full gospel church. Yeah, I know it. Well, he's building a housing addition out here to the city. You know, he's the contractor. He didn't work himself. He's just the finance thing, you know, contractors and carpenters working under him. Yeah. Well, he said he came by the house here one day and said to me, Reverend, he said, uh, one of my carpenters has had a stroke. He's an older man. He's somewhere in his 60s. And the doctor said because of high blood pressure, he's had a stroke and he's partially paralyzed. And he asked me, or that is his wife did, I couldn't understand him because his tongue's partly paralyzed and his throat partially paralyzed, but his wife could understand what he's saying. If I knew anybody that prayed for the sick by the laying on of hands or the anointing of oil. And I said, well, yeah, a church that I visit on Sunday night does that. Well, would you get the pastor to come and anoint me with oil that I may be healed? He sort of had to go through his wife, like I said, because of his paralyzed condition. She understood what he was saying. And so he tried to tell me where he lived, and Brother Ferguson said, I couldn't understand. He said, well, if you have time, just get in the car, and I'll take you out there. So he drove me out. Well, he introduced me to the man's wife, and she introduced me. Her husband's lying there on the bed, left arm paralyzed, left leg paralyzed, tongue paralyzed, throat partially paralyzed. He could make some sounds, but I couldn't understand what he said. His wife would tell me what he was saying. And then the doctor had given him some sedative of some kind or something, you know, to quiet him down. The doctor said, you know, his blood pressure is so high. If he had another, uh, he could, he'd had this stroke. He could have another stroke at any time. If he had another stroke, he'd kill him. Well, Brother Ferguson told me, he said, I thought I'll just, uh, I, you know, I don't know about the man's spiritual conditioning thing. I'll just anoint him and pray for him. And then I'll come back in a day or two and maybe he wouldn't have all this uh, medicine in him and a sedative or whatever, you know, and I could maybe talk to him. Might get him saved. If I could get him saved, then I might get him healed. And so I just went through the farm. He said to me, he said, I know it wasn't my faith. 
I just went through the farm and went and said a little prayer and left. A couple of days later, I was out that way and I thought, well, I'll just stop by and see this gentleman. And I drove up and his wife was, was raking leaves in the yard. And I said, well, how's Mr. So-and-so? She said, well, he's working. I said, ma'am, pardon me. I, well, said, he's on the job. I knew he was a carpenter and I knew his arm was paralyzed and legs paralyzed and throat was I said, pardon me, so startled me. I said, pardon me. I, I, yes, yeah, said the Lord healed him. He's out. He's on the job working. Glory. The pastor told me, said, I drove by over there and I saw him. I just sat there in the car and couldn't figure it out. Marveled. <laughs> Knew it wasn't my fate. He's roofing one of the houses. They're building these houses. Whoever was helping him had run on another errand. He run out of shingles. So the old man, see, 60 some odd years old, climbed down the ladder, got a bundle of shingles right on that very shoulder. This arm just wasn't working. Helpless two days before. Put that bundle of shingles right on his shoulder and climbed the ladder, put it down, climbed down, got him another one. That arm and leg's working. Totally paralyzed just two or three days before. And he said, I sat there and said, dear Lord, I can't understand that. I asked the man's wife if he was saved, and she didn't know. I didn't get a chance to talk to him. Said, besides that, didn't belong to my church. See how we are sometimes? <laughs> he didn't belong to my church. And I know he's healed. And I know it wasn't my faith, it had to be his. It wasn't mine. I wasn't believing for his healing. Well, I said, Brother Ferguson, you haven't asked me anything. You said you had a question. You've told me something. You've testified about something. Now, he said, now let's get down to my question. Now, you know Sister B in his church? Yeah, I said, I know her. You know, he said, that she's the finest Christian. Actually, she and her husband, they used to belong when I pastored the church that I had followed him in, see. And everybody talked about these great people. And no doubt what they were, great workers. Now he said, she does more work than all the rest of the women in my church put together. Anything you want to mention, you, you, you turn over and she'll get the job done. She's a great worker. She does more work than all the rest of the women in my church put together. She and her husband are the most consecrated and dedicated, and thank God for that. Now I'm not speaking against that. That's good and it's right. Did you hear me? But he said, you know, you prayed for her more than once, laid your hands on her. She has a tumor. She's facing surgery with this tumor. It's getting bigger all the time. See, she had it and I was there before in a meeting. She still got it. I've laid hands on her twice during this meeting. The tumor's still there. How come? I said, you still haven't asked me anything. You've told me something. He said, here's my question. How come God don't heal Sister B and did heal this fellow of questionable character? I breathed a sigh of relief. Man, I said, I thought she was going to ask me something hard. <laughs> I thought she was going to ask me something hard. That's easy. Easy. The answer's easy. I said, you see, I laid hands on Sister B. I mean, her face wasn't, you know, she's standing right here and I'm right here. Her face wasn't 18 inches from my face. When I laid hands on her to pray for her, I knew she wasn't going to get healed. I heard her say, Lord... You know I'm the best Christian in this church. Well, thank God she was a good Christian. Don't misunderstand. But you can't come. I don't care how much you've done. You can't come to God telling him how good you are and what all you've done. That's wonderful that you did. You're going to be rewarded for it. But you can't come to him and brag on yourself and get healed. You've got to come and brag on Jesus. 
If I be lifted up, he didn't say if Sister B be lifted up. If I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. You're listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more resources that will change your life. So visit us today at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. I'd like to tell you about this month's special offer. This package consists of the three-CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan entitled Son of Righteousness. And when you purchase the CD set, you'll receive the book by Kenneth W. Hagan entitled Where is God in My Storm? Free. This offer normally retails for $32.95, but this month's special is $21. That's $11.95 off the retail price. Don't delay. Call today. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. But I'd like to talk to you about being a work partner with us. And you say, well, what is a partner? Well, that's somebody that prays for us regularly. And somebody that sends an offering at least once a month, whatever you can afford to send, to help us keep this program going all over the world. Yes. Because it, this, we go all over the world. We get, we get uh, testimonies from right. other countries, from everywhere. And if you're a World Partner Club member, you're helping us to bring hope, hope help, and, and healing. healing. To the world. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his classic series from the Rama Archives, Son of Righteousness. That's Monday here on Rama for Today Radio with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We're looking forward to you being with us next week. Have a great weekend.